0: On Maynard.com.au. A-U! Hey, here we are at Maynard International Studios, and it's a pretty special day today because it's not every day someone knocks on my door and goes, hey, I made a documentary about you. Who have we got here? Chit-chat von Lupenstab, a.k.a. Glenn Dorman from Waratah. Waratah? Kmart.
1: Well, I was um, old enough to remember when it went up, but I am very excited. Finally, we can put this bloody castanet film out, Maynard, which right. we, you were so involved in this film and I can't thank you enough for Look, what you've done.
0: It's, it's the one and only and probably ever documentary on the Castanet Club. You spoke to everybody. I've written down here, overshooting. How much did you shoot for the half hour you've got? Six hours worth of footage?
1: When we sat down with Warren and Steve to start off with, we got an hour and a half. The Warren interview we could have just put out, if you don't know, Warren Coleman was bowling man. Incredible level of intelligence and also humble he was so nice about every single member went into depth about what happened the order it happened in it sort of set the direction for the rest of my life i've been working in show business because of what i did in the castanet club but then as we talked to more people you included you had a different perspective we talked to angela Moore. she added this beautiful warm angle i walked into
0: the grand hotel and the musical flags were playing and within minutes, I was dancing on a pool table and thought, "This, uh, these are my people.
1: Mikey Robbins had a different memory. There was
0: sweat coming down the walls and the sense that the floor was about to give way.
1: What was fun about making this film was I was a fan. I used to go there when I was 15 years old. But the amount of joy everybody wanted to get it right. you included you especially really we were having conversations at 10 o'clock at night where you'd found some photo that was going to match one mm. line and and to be able to incorporate everybody and get you guys to proof it and to get the history, it was a dream come true and for me as a 15 year old self that went on a journey through my life
0: that was completely informed by the band was just a joy. In here is the back end of what I would have been doing. That's Sorted. That's Mad Club, Triple J stuff. That's other. Can
1: I describe this room?
0: Yes, please describe it. A
1: cacophony, I think, is a a good word to start with because it's above hoarder level in a great level because it's organised.
0: Thousands of records, thousands of reels of tape, but all organised in beautiful ways. This is what is left of the Castanet scan. So let's go back into the lounge room now. A milk crate, and there would be probably over 100 Polaroids or various things here. And, of course, on the top is photos of Mark Jackson. That's just like one-tenth of the stuff. And you just dip your hand in and you pull it out. And, oh, there's a photo of me and Glenn Osborne. And, of course, these are ones that you never saw. That's a meeting of the Castanet Club late at night. There's us in Melbourne. That is Kim Pink Orchestra on stage at the Castanet Club. Pete Mitchell undoing his pants on stage. And look at Warren's haircut.
1: Well, he was a very handsome man. These are incredible photos you're showing me. Mm. And that was the other great thing about making the film, is that everybody
0: had photos that no one else had seen. What's one of the most obscure photos you wanted me to find?
1: There was you with you playing your trombone out the window at the Cambridge. So I wanted a photo. So Steve tells his story about when the musical flags, the band that preceded the castanets played. they didn't have room. You, you would just turn up and start playing with them, and they didn't have room on stage. So they would open the window at the Cambridge and you'd play your trombone through that window, he put his mic out the window at the Cambridge, and you had to stand on the, on, on the footpath and playing through the window. And you being you, you actually have your fo- a photo of you sitting in a window playing a trombone. Yeah. But the other thing I want to mention too is that all the fans of the band, big name fans that got involved, Jane yeah. Turner. Yeah. She lives in France now, so she would come back from Paris. We wanted to try and get to her somehow and she was really up for doing it. She was in quarantine in a hotel in Melbourne. She couldn't get her hair done, which was driving her crazy. So she ended up doing her own hair, filming an interview to her phone. still sing their songs like Russell's roadie character. What was it? I Got Hit With The Ugly Stick, God, it hurt. Her love of the band was just there. As John Doyle, revenging Roy Slaven, he was great. It was a
0: joyous, wonderful, exuberant, all inclusive, larger than the sum of its parts experience. Because the Club could easily get lost because we're from Newcastle we did this thing at a certain time they did the movie one before Strictly Ballroom. It's kind of interesting, I wonder if they'd been after Strictly Ballroom they would have got more attention because that's a great movie that deserved much more attention We watched The
1: Shroud of Turin in Dynamo just to prove a point. (laughs) Problem stains from mystic or theological sources? No problem just pour a third of a cup of Dynamo on the image of the Christ The rest of the wash. Yes, we turned two millennia of Christian history into a worthless piece of linen. The film is great. I just think that it was too hard for people to process. It wasn't a band with a lead singer, there were five. (laughs) It was everyone throwing everything at the crowd at once. I think the fact it was a musical thing, it was a theatre thing, I think it was a fashion movement, it was vaudeville. Is what it was. It was a vaudeville show, and I think that had it translated to TV, there must have been a way to do it. That would have been the way for you guys to go next, but that didn't happen. At that
0: time, there was just the three networks and the ABC didn't quite know what to work out, and the ABC didn't know quite what to do with your doco either, did they?
1: No, they thought it was too niche, which is interesting because you've got... Not something the ABC normally says. It's a Newcastle story. Because it is a Newcastle story. But so much of what happened in entertainment on every level in Australia through the 90s and 2000s is in some way is connected to the Castanets and we're talking about everything from Kath and Kim but also all Triple J you went straight to Triple J that was at the rise of Triple J you were followed by Mikey Robbins who was also in the band which included Sandman who was Johnny Goodman
0: from the band yeah it was at Triple J from 85 to 95
1: I mean this is when it got sent national and that really changed music the Sandman t-shirt was the biggest selling t-shirt at the big day out
0: (laughs) because I was obviously in a a band later on machine Gun fellatio in what way did the castanet club influence machine Gun fellatio every single way
1: the reason i'm called chit chat von Lupenstab is because watching that band at 15 i saw what entertainment should be it was all about the audience when it came time to start that band years later everyone had pseudonyms because everyone in your band had yes. pseudonym we had circus performers on stage we would have sometimes eight extra people on stage what imprints on you when you're 15 years old is usually what stays with you for the rest of the life the impact of this band was 100% translated for me in what we did with machine gun fire to push it down I mean clearly there's a lot more nudity in our band, but get generos- as much nudity as we
0: could into the Castanet in club.
1: every single party trick you guys had, you offered it up, and it was sometimes happening simultaneously on stage. There'd be two or three things. everything was
0: happening all at once, and I think that's really important to acknowledge. People wonder, oh, what's that like behind the scenes? Did you get a chance to do that actually in the docker or not?
1: I thought the characters were really interesting, so I actually got everyone to discuss where the character came from. The fact that Bowling Man was taken from Warren's deaf cousin was a, an amazing story. I love that Johnny Goodman or Sandman's character is based on his mother. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but everyone just said Maynard is Maynard. As I like to point out to people, the reason the Castanet Club was probably so successful is that I didn't do much. Did some dancing up the back. I did some photos, some kind of wacky slide stuff, and some trombone stuff, and that's it. People like Lance really what made it. The women like Angela and Kath, they really were the glue that held things together. I was remembering that we did the theme from Star Trek once, and Kath sang it. <laughs>
1: played their part i think that you added a level of surrealism the way you dance added such mayhem you had such a lunacy about you warren didn't play an instrument warren didn't sing the fact that every single component added to a greater part there were people who were amazing musicians who didn't speak on stage it was the sum of the parts it would be a much different band without you it'd be a different man without warren because it wasn't just a cabaret Thing, Mm. it was a theatre thing. You were transported to go to that club. It was like going through a portal to me. In Newcastle, for me, it was a grimy, it was black and white, Mm. dirty old town. You would step into this neon part which was a club. You'd step through, suddenly it was 50s Vegas, suddenly it was 60s London. But then there's a little bit of Star Trek and a little bit of Lost in Space mixed into the pot. And so all all that stuff from your childhood television came to life. How hard was it
0: to edit stuff Out. You spoke to about 10 people,
1: didn't you? Well, I think more than that, because we got all the fans. I mean, Tim Ferguson's in there from DAS. They had this wonderful thing that we always wanted to have in the band, which was girls. Hugely talented, smart, sassy, super cool,
0: self-possessed
1: women. Flacco's in there.
0: The whole venue was the personality of the group, and there were all these strange creatures, and I I was really impressed. If it had been in Sydney, we would have been distracted by everything that was going on, and the whole thing would have broken up. I just think I was incredibly lucky to be with such a talented group of people. That was the main thing I wanted to catch up uh, with the documentary
1: about how much went on all the time
0: problem was with copyright music you couldn't oh. play a lot of the stuff that we had in fact i did a few mixes of our album playing the bits that you could use and that must have been annoying because you really wanted to show what we played and you can't do that
1: it would get pulled from youtube and we didn't have the dough i mean we got a little bit of money from the museum and some from port of newcastle to make this it would have been great to have legend of xanadu our love was for oh one day it was due to Great to have us not unusual. To be honest, I would have loved to start the whole thing with a version of get happy.
0: Come on, get happy. ready for sun is shining, come on, get happy did you think of the musical flags as a precursor to the castanet club
1: i can't stop it's a cracker what a great oh. song
0: now i'm so far into debt i've got to work for the rest of my life now i can't stop
1: i can't stop i can't stop i can't stop when i get bored i spend some more i can't stop i can't stop and just a really good band I don't think we made enough of how many members of that band, including yourself, came over to the Castanet.
0: They did a gig at Stan's Bar at the uni. I just turned up and really got on well with them, and they went, I oh, want you to come play the trombone. I played trombone with them and then ended up with the Castanet Club. Where can people find this video
1: StoriesofOurTown.com. if you look up on youtube we have our own youtube channel stories of our town you can watch it
0: all for free we want you to share the crap out of it because we want to keep making these films what's the one thing that people might take away from the castanet club doco that they might not have thought was there
1: i think the thing that will surprise people is how much happened after everyone said to me that has seen it that wasn't there just said my god Why wasn't I there? Number one thing people say straight away, how did I miss this? Why wasn't I there? The weirdest thing about making this film was every single member tried to convince me they were the worst player in the band. You said I was the worst player in the band. Steve said he was the worst player. Warren said, well, I never played an instrument, so I must have been the worst. Mikey Robbins told me, he said, I never played drums before the band or after the band, so therefore I was the worst player. But I think this version of Aquarius proves that all of you were wrong. I just think you cared about the audience more than yourself and I don't think that happens enough. People need to know this story. But I think Aquarius is the cover that I would have liked to have put in, so we'll go with that.
0: My favourite moment is when Lance goes, oh, and then the keyboard goes dee It's just a great arrangement. How wonderful is it
1: that everybody wanted this to work? Everybody in the band just wanted this to be right and I hope for my sake and for your sake that we did get it right.
0: Let's go to Aquarius Land now with Lance, Steve's guitar, the brass, it's a wild thing.
1: Thank you so much. When the moon is in the seventh house And Jupiter aligns with Mars Then these will guide the planets And love will steer the stars This is the dawning
0: of the age of Aquarius Age of Aquarius Aquarius Trust the family, no more or delusions, golden living dreams are visions, mystic crystal revelations, and the minds to liberation,
1: Aquarius. It's above hoarder level in a great level because it's organised on maynard.com.au. AU! Bryson and Hume. Everything digital.